Welcome to the podcast from Gateway Baptist Church. You're listening to a message from our Mackenzie campus. Find us at gatewaybaptist.com.au if you'd like to connect with us as we seek to change lives by following Jesus in our community, our nation and our world. Well, all of us today have, uh, have, have come through those doors carrying some burdens. Some of us have walked through those doors carrying some really heavy burdens. It may not be quite as obvious as this burden, but some of you really feel the weight of the burden that you're carrying. You might smile and someone asks you how you're going, but you know that you're actually carrying a heavy burden around with you today. Some of you are carrying a burden of sin and temptation. It's been another week, another month, another year where you have given in to temptation and you're carrying around shame and guilt and it's weighing you down and it's making you weary. Some of you are carrying a burden of suffering. People have sinned against you. You've been treated unfairly, insulted, rejected, maybe abused, and you're carrying around deep pain and hurt and wounds. Or maybe you're carrying a burden of suffering and it's nobody's fault. It's just a consequence of living in a sinful world. You're carrying around the, the burden of, of grief or sickness, of financial hardship. It's just a really difficult season. You're carrying around a burden of suffering. Some, some of you walk through those doors this morning and you, you're carrying a burden of responsibility. You've got some challenges in your marriage or in your family or in your business and you've got some uh, big decisions to make and, and just carrying the responsibility of making the right decision in this season is a burden right now. It's a burden of responsibility. Some of you are carrying a burden of ministry. There's something that God's called you to do, to do good to other people, and you know it's good, but it sits so heavily in your heart that you carry it around with you wherever you go. And at times, even though you're doing good, it makes you weary. It's a burden that you carry. You see, it doesn't matter what sort of burden it is. If you're going to carry it for a while alone, you're going to get weary and eventually you're going to give up. Because you just can't carry it any longer. And so what we're tempted to do is think, well, I've just got to find another way of carrying this burden alone. You know, if I can just kind of get my work-life balance kind of right and just kind of balance things okay, then carrying this burden around won't be as big a deal and I'll be able to go a little bit longer. It doesn't matter how you balance things out. It doesn't matter how you carry that burden. And eventually it gets heavy and you get weary and you get to a point where you want to give up. You think, man, if I just kind of win the battle of the mind, I just kind of, you know, I, I find a, a new way of thinking about this, uh, this burden I'm carrying around, then, you know, may, maybe... I'll, I'll be okay, you know, I'll, I'll overcome it with willpower and the power of the mind. Or maybe I'll just go, you know, on a holiday and just kind of reposition myself, just take things, you know, a, a little bit easier. I'll go to the beach and... 
burden all. Be okay. You know, it doesn't matter what adjustment you make to carrying your heavy burden. Eventually, if you carry it alone, you are going to get weary and you are going to give up. You see, when we carry these burdens alone, we always get weary and they'll come to a point where we have to give up. And that's the problem. I mean, if we give up fighting temptation and just decide, I'm just going to go on sinning, it's not going to be good for you, it's not going to be good for your family, it's not going to be good for your faith. If we you know, just decide, I'm just going to give up on, on knowing the, the healing power you know, of God in my heart, healing the deep hurts and wounds in my heart, it's going to end up, just, you're going to end up living in bitterness and unforgiveness. If you give up on the responsibility of marriage and family, you're going to miss out on all that God's intended for you in the most intimate relationships He's created for you. If you give up on the ministry burden that God's put in your heart, you know, people are going to miss out on finding you know, the love and the grace of Jesus that He's calling you to share with others. But when you carry your burden alone, you will get weary and give up. I, I got good news this morning for anyone who's walked through those doors carrying a heavy burden and you are getting weary and you feel like giving up. It's not that there's a new adjustment that you can make to, to the way that you carry that burden alone, but there's a new decision that you can make to actually allow others to carry your burden for you. I want to read just one verse for now. One verse in Galatians chapter 6. It's a letter written to the people of, of, of Galatia in a church just like this. Paul says, Carry one another's burdens, and in this way you'll fulfill the law of Christ. Carry one another's burdens. Carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. You see, God never envisaged you carrying your burden, whatever it is, whatever you walked in here this morning with, He never envisaged you carrying it alone. He never envisaged you carrying the fight against temptation alone. He never envisaged you carrying the, the your suffering that you're walking through alone. He never envisaged you carrying the responsibility for your, for your marriage, for your family, for your business alone. He never envisaged you carrying the ministry call on your life alone. Because what God always envisioned was that you would be in a loving, caring community where we carry each other other's burdens. That's God's plan for us. That's God's plans for you. That's why Paul says to a church just like us, carry each other's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Last week as Tim kicked off this series, you know, he, he said, Jesus, he re repeated what Jesus said when he said, a new commandment or a new law I give to you, love one another as I have loved you. By this, the whole world, everyone will know that you're my disciples by the way that you love one another. That's the law of Christ. 
That's the commandment of Christ, that we would love one another. And when we carry one another's burdens, we're obeying that commandment. And what Jesus said would happen is that the world would see, the world would understand what it means to be a follower of Jesus. The world would understand what Jesus is like when they they see the way that we love one another. This is the principle I want us to remember this morning. When we carry one another's burdens in the church, it enables all of us to fulfill our call in the world. When we carry one another's burdens in the church, we can all fulfill our calling in the world. You see, if we go back to Galatians 6 for a minute, some teachers had come into the church and were teaching that faith in Jesus isn't enough. If you really wanted to be right with God, it wasn't just about putting your faith in what Jesus had done on the cross for you. You also had to be circumcised. You also had to follow the Old Testament law. Essentially, no matter where you come from, or what your background was, it wasn't just about Jesus. It was You had to become a Jew. You had to follow Old Testament law, all of Moses' laws. And so they're adding extra things to the gospel. They're loading people up with extra weight. And so people in Galatia are walking through the doors of their church, carrying their burdens, just like me and you, you know, carrying burdens of sin and temptation, you know, carrying uh, burdens of suffering, carrying burdens of responsibility to marriage and family, carrying burdens of ministry. But what happens in the church when they meet together means that they're actually walking out the doors more weighed down with expectation and judgment and comparison than when they walked in. Now that's a problem. Because Jesus said when he walked on the earth, he says, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you, I will give you, is it coming up on the screen? I will give you rest. That's what Jesus said he's about. If you're weary, you're burdened, and you're about to give up, come to me. I'm going to give you rest. And so when people went to Jesus who were weary, when weary people went to Jesus, they found themselves having their load lightened. They, they walked with new strength and with new power. They got some rest and peace. But when people were walking into the church in Galatia, the exact opposite thing was happening. They were actually walking out more weighed down with expectation and judgment and comparison than when they walked in. They weren't representing the ministry of Christ, which is what we're supposed to do as a church. I just want to illustrate really simply the type of two types of church community that we can be. I'm going to get Tim and Susan to come up and help me here. Now, we can be, we can be a, a church community like that in Galatia. Just hurry up, you two, will you? We can be a church community like that in, in Galatia that actually weighs people down. Come on, do your best. Holy 
We actually load people. Okay, that's enough. That's just for a minute. We actually load people up with judgment, with expectation, with comparison, and you can crush people under it. Or you can do what Paul says and you can carry other people's burdens and find rest. And actually get a break. And actually walk out a little bit stronger than when we walked in. I want to ask us this morning, I know it's a very simple illustration, but I want to ask us this morning, what kind of church community do we want to be? Do we want to be the kind of church community like Galatia that weighs people down and... Yeah, that'll do. I think you put on some weight while we're away. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Or do we want to be the kind of church community that carries one another's burdens, gives people rest, and they walk out with new strength and power to be able to fulfill their calling in the world? Which kind of church community do we want to be? Put your hands together for Shushan and Tim. Let me just read just a couple more verses in, in Galatians, starting in chapter 5, verse 26. It says, I'm just going to do one verse at a time, really quick explanation. Stay with me. Keep looking at these, these words. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Paul's saying, don't be conceited thinking you've got it all together, thinking you're better than somebody else, thinking, you know, you've, you've kind of reached this level and everybody's got to reach up to that kind of level and you're a little bit better than them because, you know, you're, you're following more laws than them. Don't be conceited thinking you've got it all together and others are beneath you. Don't fall into the comparison trap. All it leads to is envy and provoking people to anger. Chapter 6, if someone, uh, or let me read it. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you, you who live by the Spirit should restore. Restore. Not crush. Restore that person gently. But watch yourselves or you also may be tempted. If you see someone struggling with sin, don't crush them. Don't put them down. Don't push them away. Restore them. Help them. Gently. Verse 2. Carry each other's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If we actually help people that are struggling, whether they're struggling with sin and temptation, which really the guts of this passage is about, or, or whether they're struggling with some other kind of suffering, or whether they're struggling with big decisions and responsibility of marriage and family, or whether they're struggling with the ministry calling, they're getting weary doing good. Carry, when you carry their burdens, when you walk alongside them and carry their burdens, you're fulfilling the law of Christ, which is to love one another as he loves us. And verse 3, if anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Read it in context. Paul is saying, 
If anyone thinks they don't have exactly the same struggles, they're kidding themselves. We're all in this together. We all, if we're going to be a healthy church community, we all need some people to carry our burdens for us and we all need to be people that carry other people's burdens. We're all in this together. Let me just, four, four simple ways I think we can all do this and it's important because when we carry one another's burdens in the church, we can all fulfill our calling out there in the world. This world, as you know, desperately needs the love and grace of Jesus. Four simple ways. Firstly, we carry one another's burdens by our comforting presence. Sometimes when we read verses like Matthew 11, it says, come to me if you're weary and heavy burdened, I'll give you rest. We, we kind of tend to think, you know, if, if we're going through a tough time, if we're carrying a burden, all I need to do is go to Jesus. I just got to pray more. I, I just got to hang out with him more. I just got to get my walk closer with him. All those things are good things. We should do all of those things. But it's not all that Jesus calls us to do. And it's not always the full answer. You see, Paul had a pretty close walk with Jesus. Paul kind of knew Jesus pretty well. But he had times when he was carrying some heavy burdens. And he was weary. Second Corinthians, you know, chapter 7. It says his, his soul is, is downcast. It says, you know, he is he's conflicted. He's full of anxiety and fear because he's just written a letter to a church and it's gone down like a rat sandwich and people are out to get him. It's a pretty tough letter. They don't like it. Listen to what happens. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, it says, When we came to Macedonia, this is Paul speaking, we had no rest. We were harassed at every turn. Conflicts on the outside and fears within us. But God, who comforts the downcast, comforted us by the coming of Titus. The God of comfort brought comfort to Paul, who had a really close walk with Jesus, by sending his mate, Titus. That's what comforted him in this situation. Because Titus turned up. Sometimes you just got to turn up. Come on, people, this isn't rocket science. Sometimes we've just got to turn up. We can actually bring the comfort of God to people by being present with people in tough times. I'd say about five years ago, Susan and I uh, were, were carrying one, one of the heaviest burdens we've ever carried. Our, our daughter, Bronte, was sick with anorexia and she had to go into hospital for quite a long time. It's a horrible disease. I had, had no idea before this how horrible it was and how much it could impact a family. I tell you. And right as that was happening, if those of you who have been here for five years will remember we are doing a campaign called Call to Build. We, we believe we are going to build a great building out there where hundreds of young people would come and hear the good news about Jesus and we were going to raise up generations of courageous followers of Jesus. I remember standing on stage week after week talking about that and yet my own family was in an absolute shambles. And we kind of, I wasn't sure whether any of my kids were going to become courageous followers of Jesus. It was a difficult time. 
as a family. We were carrying burdens. I tell you, I'll always be grateful for Katie, one of our youth leaders who just turned up for Bronte. Even though Bronte didn't want it. Bronte cannot remember a word she said five years later. But she remembers she turned up. And as a dad, I'll always remember she turned up. And she was there. And just her presence just lightened the load a little bit. Sometimes we just got to turn up for people when they're going through tough times. We can carry one another's burdens just through our comforting presence. We can carry one another's burdens through practical care. Now Galatians 6 goes on in verse 9 to say, let me just find it. Verse 9, let us not become, no that's not it, verse 10, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people. As we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Do you ever feel prompted just to make a phone call to someone? Do you ever feel prompted to cook someone a meal or just to do some random act of kindness? Do you ever, do you ever feel prompted just, to, just to, to do something just out of the box to bless someone? Do you ever feel prompted just to touch base with someone and to see how they're going? Can I encourage you when you do, just do it. Just simply trust that it's from God and do it and it might make the world a difference to someone. You know some of my biggest regrets in pastoral ministry is when I didn't follow those prompts to care for someone because I assumed that someone else was caring for them and I wasn't needed. Bad assumption. Other people were making the same assumption. And people ended up getting weary and in fact some people got crushed. And it still breaks my heart today. When God prompts you to turn up, when God prompts you to do something practical to care for someone, just do it. As we have opportunity, I just want to ask you, what opportunity have you got this week to care for someone? It might be as simple as a five-minute phone call. That might be the only opportunity you have this week. It might be to cook a meal for someone. You know, when Bronte was sick five years ago, Violet turned up every Monday night on our doorstep with dinner. Susan was spending a lot of time in the hospital. I was spending a lot of time here. And she just turned up every Monday night with dinner. Our kids have never forgotten it. I've never forgotten it. Incredible blessing to us. It just lightened the load a little bit. Now, if I turned up on your doorstep Monday night with dinner, that's probably not a blessing. <laughs> probably won't lighten your load. But Violet, she can cook better than Susan. I mean, that's true, isn't it? Violet's a good cook. Whatever, whatever you can do to show practical care to people, when you have the opportunity, do it. We carry one another's burdens by our comforting presence, by practical care, and by kind words. Words are incredibly powerful. You know, words have the power to crush and the power to heal. Now, words, you know, have the power, you know, to, to push people away and to put people down, or they have the power to build people up. 
and give people strength. Proverbs 12.25 says that anxiety weighs down the heart. And some of you, some of you are carrying burdens through those doors today and the, the anxiety is weighing you down. But listen to this. Kind words can cheer it up. Kind words can lighten the load. Kind words can build you up. Some of you need some kind words today. That's going to be the way that others can carry your burdens. You know, that time when Bronte was sick, you know, Steve and Lisa, who are part of our church here, opened their home to us. And at a time when we were absolutely desperate, we locked ourselves in our car and made a phone call. And they didn't just speak kind words to us, but they spoke wise words to us. Words that we desperately needed. And it just lightened the load. We carry one another's burdens by our persistent prayers. Ephesians 6, it says, And pray in the Spirit. This is Paul speaking to a different church, but uh, he's, he's finishing his letter and he's pleading with them. He's saying, Pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray for everyone. We need it. And then he says, please pray also for me, that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. Why? Because I'm an ambassador in chains. I've got this ministry of sharing the gospel, but I'm in prison. I'm carrying a burden, but I want to continue to declare it fearlessly. I need your prayers. I need you to carry my burdens with me. Paul knew he needed prayer from others to strengthen him to fulfill his calling. He knew all people needed it. It was certainly the same for us. You know, we, we, couldn't, we couldn't tell everybody what was going on. You know, for Bronte five years ago, she really didn't want us to. I have got permission to share it now five years later. But we needed to share it with a group of people around us who could help to carry our burdens. There was a group of 10 ladies in this church that Susan texted every day. And they prayed for her every day. And it lightened the load. It enabled us to carry the burden that God had given us. Paul knew he needed people praying for him. Jesus knew he needed people praying for him. You know, at the end of his ministry, He'd had this incredible ministry of doing good, but at the end of his ministry, he knew there was one final act to go. And he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane and he takes some of his friends with him and he asks them to watch with him, to pray with him and for him while he goes and spends some time with his father. And he actually says to his father in Matthew chapter 26, he says, Father, can you take this cup from me? Can you take this burden from me? It is too much. I can't carry it. But he says, not my will, but yours be done. And he goes back to his mates that he'd asked to pray for him. And they're asleep. And Jesus says to him, he says, couldn't you just watch and pray with me at this time? This is a time I really needed you to pray 
for me. You see, don't ever think you can carry your burdens alone without getting weary and giving up. Jesus never intended you to. You know, Jesus, the perfect Son of God, when he, when he put on flesh and became man and became weak in his body like you and me, he needed others to carry his burdens. Now, not long after this time in the Garden of Gethsemane, you know, Jesus was given a burden to carry. It was a burden of sin. It wasn't his sin. But he was to carry a cross that all of your sin and all of my sin would be placed upon. It was a heavy burden for him to carry. And Jesus, on the last night of his life, he was arrested, then he was unfairly tried, unjustly tried. He was harshly treated. He was whacked with a stick and then he was whipped probably 39 times with a whip with little sharp bits of glass and, and ceramic pieces in it that ripped his flesh apart. Crown of thorns was pushed down onto his skull. And then he was forced to carry a cross that was not his to carry. To carry the sins of the world, the suffering of the world, to make all things right. And he knew it was his responsibility. He knew it was his ministry calling. It was what he was called to do to bless the whole world. But you know, the perfect son of God, when he put on flesh and became like us, he couldn't physically carry that heavy burden. The Roman soldiers looked at his body that was ripped apart and they were afraid that he wouldn't be able to make it to Golgotha. And so they asked Simon of Cyrene to carry the cross for Jesus. And in most pictures and movies we see, we see them carrying the whole cross, but historians tell us that he was probably just carrying the cross beam that the uprights were left in place. They were left in place so everybody could see that the Roman Empire was in control and if you wanted to oppose Rome, you were going to end up on that tree. And so Jesus was given the cross beam to carry up the hill, but the Roman soldiers didn't think he was going to make it and Simon of Cyrene had to carry his burden for him. Simon couldn't go upon that cross and take the sins of the world. Only the perfect Son of God could carry that burden. But the perfect Son of God who'd taken on human flesh in his weakness he needed another guy named Simon to carry his burden for him so that he could fulfill his calling to save the whole world. You see, when we carry each other's burdens in the church, we can all fulfill our calling in the world. Don't ever think you're supposed to carry the burden of sin and temptation alone. You're not. God doesn't want you to. He never designed you to. Don't ever think you can carry 
you know, the burden of suffering alone and not get weary and give up. You're never supposed to. Don't think that you can carry, you know, the burden for your family, for your marriage, for your business alone. You were never supposed to. And don't think that you can carry the burden for your ministry alone. It's not God's plan for you. You see, as we carry each other's burdens in the church, we can all fulfill our calling in the world. Some of you walk through those doors today carrying a heavy burden, weary, and feeling like you want to give up on something. Don't walk out the same way. Allow some others to gather around you and to carry your burdens. In just a moment, I'm going to give you a chance to stand where you are. I'm going to get some people to gather around you and just pray over you. Speak some kind words, some encouraging words, some words straight from the heart of God and just lift you up to Him. Lighten the load for you this morning. Also, I want to encourage you, if you're not in a life group yet, do something else. Make another decision today. Just, just fill out a Connect card. Let us help you get into a life group. Don't just try and adjust how you carry this burden alone today. You will get weary. You will give up. Make a new decision to allow others to carry your burdens with you. In this way, together, we'll fulfill the law of Christ and we'll all fulfill our calling out there in the world. Just before we do that, I want to give you an opportunity this morning to put your faith in Jesus and allow Him to carry your sins to the cross. Maybe it's something that you've never done. You just kind of think, I'll just keep trying to be good. I'll just keep trying to be better myself. I want to give you an opportunity this morning to ask Jesus to carry your sins to the cross, the thing that separates you from God, and make you right with God, to actually let go of that burden of shame and guilt and allow Jesus to put it to death on the cross and to be made clean before God, to come before God freely because of His grace. I'm just going to ask everyone to close their eyes and just bow your head for a moment. If this morning you would like to say to Jesus, please carry my sins to the cross. Maybe it's something you've never done or maybe it's something you did a long time ago but you've walked away from him and you've just been doing your own thing. You know you're living in sin and shame and guilt and today you want to make a decision to give that to Jesus and to choose to follow him and his way of life. I'd just love to pray a prayer with you if that's you this morning. Can I just encourage you this morning if that is you? Just stick your hand up just for a moment so I can see it, just so I know who I'm praying with, just while everyone's eyes are closed. Just stick your hand up just for a second, just so I can see it and I can pray with you. Bless you. That's cool. Bless you. Who else this morning out the back? That's cool. Bless you. Bless you. Right out the back. Awesome. Awesome. Good man. Good man. Anyone else here this morning? You can put your hands down if I've already seen it. Can I just encourage you to pray with me if that's you this morning, just in the quietness of your own heart. Father God, I thank you that you've always loved me. I'm sorry for the way that I've sinned against you. 
And I thank you that you sent Jesus to the cross to die in my place. I ask that you would forgive me of my sin today. I want to start anew with you, God. I put my faith in you, Jesus, as Lord and Saviour from this day forward. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, can we just put our hands together for uh, those guys and girls this morning? Can I really encourage you, if you don't know uh, too many people here, and that was you this morning, just go to our welcome lounge at the end. We'd love to give you a Bible. We'd love to help you get started on this journey. We'd love to get you uh, into a life group and just get some people around you to do this journey uh, of life together. So please, please do that this morning. Can I encourage you uh, today, if you've walked in here today and you've been carrying some heavy burdens and you're weary, and maybe you even feel like giving up on something. The end of that passage, you know, Paul says, you know, do, do not, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. I just believe that some of us here this morning we want to give up on doing good, whether that's fighting sin and temptation, whether that's allowing God to heal our hearts, whether that's taking responsibility in our, our marriage, our family, our business, or whether it's going on with the good works that God's calling us to do in ministry. Don't get weary in doing good. The proper time there will be a harvest. You'll see God's blessing poured out. But what we need to do to see that happen, that we don't get weary in doing good, is we need others to carry our burdens. We need to carry one another's burdens. And so this morning, if you've walked in here and you're carrying a heavy burden, you just need some people to gather around you and pray for you this morning to lift you up and lighten the load. Can I just get you to stand where you are? In just a moment, I'll get some people to gather around you. But if that's you, you're carrying a heavy burden this morning, you need some people to gather around you and pray for you. Come on, jump, jump to your feet. Come on, don't, don't be ashamed. This is why we're here. This is why we gather together as a community. Come on, just jump to your feet wherever you are, if that's you. Anyone else need five more seconds? Don't miss out. Some people are going to pray words of blessing and encouragement, healing over you today. Anybody else today? Just need to... Awesome. Come on. We're going to need everyone here. What I want to encourage you to do is quickly jump up, gather around someone. Gather around someone to pray for this morning. If you stood up because you're carrying a heavy burden, I don't want you to share your whole life story. I don't want you to share anything you don't feel comfortable with. But just really briefly, just say, this is what I'd like prayer for. Just tell the people around you, this is what I'd like prayer for. This is what I need you to help carry this morning. Okay, once you've heard that, start to hear what God's got for that person. If you're standing there praying with them, just let the Word of God settle on your heart.
word of encouragement, a word of healing, a word of kindness, a word of grace, a blessing. Come on, God is extravagant. He loves to bless. He loves to restore. He loves to heal. Just begin to speak it over someone this morning. Come on. Speak out a simple prayer. bitterness is welled up. God, there'd be a breaking of that this morning, that forgiveness would flow, your love and grace would flow, a love and grace from you and a love and grace to others. God, just pour out your blessing on people today. Restore people. God, I pray for a restoration here this morning, a restoration in families, a restoration in relationships, a restoration in faith. God, would you restore people's bodies and minds and hearts. God, pour out your healing power. Let's stand together. Keep praying. Scott's going to, and the team are going to lead us in a song, but you can keep praying for whoever you're standing with. Let's stand together and declare. Jesus, the gracious one. He's good. 
We hope you've been blessed by this message. If you've made a decision to follow Christ or would like us to pray for you, please go to gatewaybaptist.com.au and let us know.